scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Level two, this is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi, the pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else uh, in between throwing it down as the Friday Night Freak Show rolls on, as do the NBA Finals. Classic stuff of this evening. A classic tossed around loosely, not tonight. 111-108 final score. Uh, LeBron James uh, drops 40 points. LeBron James bangs the board for 13 boards. LeBron James, seven rebounds. Should have been enough. It wasn't. You notice the correlation in a pattern, and I've noticed this throughout the NBA playoffs, actually, with the Los Angeles Lakers. In games in which, because I know I've said this a bunch of times, who would have thought that if LeBron James only had 21 points that the Lakers would have won by 13? I, I know I've said this like three or four times in the playoffs. Can you imagine LeBron only had 15 points and the Lakers won by nine? Um, that's been a common theme in the playoffs. It's almost like bad that LeBron has to go off and do this because nobody else is scoring. Uh, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis dropped 28, but almost feels like a soft 28, doesn't it? <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, it's 28, but it was a soft 28. It's like a stat 28. And for the record, he stayed under his prop number, too. Uh, his prop number was uh, 28 and a half, 29 and a half, depending on when you bet at these props uh, shift around, just uh, as do point spreads. Uh, Los Angeles Lakers open up as a five point favorites, the lowest point spread of the series uh, yet. But it has been bet up uh, right now to a five and a half. Uh, meanwhile, the stage is set. Uh, the final four uh, is set. Uh, we've got uh, the Major League uh, Baseball Championship Series is set to go. Uh, begin on Sunday. American League uh, Sunday. National League on Monday. The Tampa Bay Rays open up as minus 160. Uh, fresh numbers for you in the late night hours. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays open up as series of uh, favorites. Minus 160. Houston Astros are uh, plus, plus 130. Uh, meanwhile, the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Dodgers uh, were in the minus 200 range. Uh, they've been quickly uh, being bet up uh, throughout the afternoon and evening uh, right now. This number's been lingering for a couple of hours out there. And it's being bet up. The Dodgers were as low as minus 200. Uh, they're, up as, uh, they're up to 225 at FanDuel and higher at other spots right now. Dodgers, Braves. Rays Astros, Major League Baseball Final Final Four. Tony Fed, next, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Insert Louisville Cardinal. <laughs> That's the team that sucked tonight, Louisville Cardinal. Because you can't say the Lakers sucked. You can't say the Heat sucked. You can't say that the Yankees sucked. You can't say that the Rays sucked. Um, you know, Yankee Yankee fans will say that they sucked. <laughs> but, you know, they lost a heartbreaker 2-1. Some real great games tonight, actually. The NBA Finals. And um, I've watched every NBA Finals dating back 
to the um, this. This is going to make me sound old, but Tony Finn will remember this matchup. And we're going back uh, so long ago that the team names don't exist anymore, and one of the teams isn't even there. But the Seattle SuperSonics and the Washington Bullets, uh, Tony. Seattle SuperSonics and Washington Bullets. That was the first NBA Finals uh, that I watched. And it was on tape delay. It was on tape delay. It wasn't even live. Like, what a long what a long way the NBA has come. In which I remember it came on my local CBS affiliate, WCAX-TV, um, Vermont. <laughs> WCAX, uh, Vermont. And it came on after, like, the local news. And they're like, all right, now coming up next, the NBA Finals. And I was a kid. But I told my grandfather, hey, it's the NBA Finals. I'm going to stay up. But I remember him telling me, don't tell you, you know, turn the volume down low. And, you know, you know, one of those, don't tell your grandmother. And I stayed up and watched the NBA Finals. Um, so I've been watching basketball a long time. And I got to tell you, that was a great, great finish uh, tonight, uh, Tony. I was as good as it gets tonight. That really was a classic tonight. It was. And, and I think more than anything, uh, this is a Miami team that, could have laid down after Bam and, and Gorin were hurt and get at the end of game two. So uh, they continue to live up to that, that uh, Miami uh, reputation and that culture, that basketball culture of the NBA that Pat Riley uh, has brought down there even before Pat Riley in truth, but good game. And uh, I'm, I'm already ready for Sunday. I, I love Sunday football. Of course, Sunday NFL, the, the company that owns Sunday is the NFL, but uh, I think you're going to see some. I think I think that game will collect some audience from the NFL. Yeah, you know what? Um, it's amazing, Tony. I brought it up earlier that, and so much is made of ratings all the time. And people make things political. They want you know they'll spin it the way they want. Oh yeah, it's because they kneeled. It's because of this. Because of that. And yeah, I love the NBA. NBA is my favorite league, and I was really excited about the NBA Finals. But it was really anticlimactic, Tony, right? And Miami lost their players. They lost. They got smoked. They lost the game. Yep. Then, even, you know, they lose game two, and it's like, oh, boy. It just sort of felt inevitable, and it lost its luster. It was like, well, it's too bad Miami aren't there, and people were talking about LeBron and the sweep and all that. Yet, um, now, I mean, tonight, if you missed that tonight, that was some great stuff in the last couple of minutes between Butler and James. Now rolling into a Sunday. Now, listen, I want to get into some NFL football. It's Football Friday. And uh, we just had Steve Merrill on, and we spoke pretty much about it in the first hour about the NBA. But what's your uh, what's your take on Sunday's uh, game right now? Uh, Lakers, smallest number of the series, five-and-a-half-point favorites right now. Well, I think they're, they have to – not only do they have to – not only does LeBron have to carry LeBron into game six, five, six, have to game have to carry himself – this whole team's got to carry a little extra weight that, that really the pressure falls now on LeBron yep. and AD and that, and, and the, a really a group that, that is one individual has never stepped up to be that third scoring option. And if there's an Achilles, if there's two Achilles for this LA Lakers team, it would be the fact that I think that, that uh, they take, they have a very poor shot selection. This is a great defensive team. No doubt about it. this team can defend. However, uh, they fire threes up like in 15 seconds left on the clock, and you can get that shot any time, LeBron. And uh, my, my take is this. They, they better not waste one possession on Sunday, or they very well could be facing a game seven. 
Wow. You know what I think? I am starting to get that feeling right now. I'm looking forward to this. And so the, what's the the Sunday nighter in the NFL um, is uh, what? It's the Vikings and the Seahawks. Entertaining football yes. game. And entertaining football game. Yet the NBA. I have, I have something to interrupt you. I, yep. I want you to answer this question. What? Um, okay, who's going to score? Who's going to score more points? The uh, the the Lakers or a combined score of uh, Minnesota and Seattle? Which one scores more points? <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry, but I, well, I just came. So through. so in other words, you like the over of that Viking Seahawks game? You're saying? <laughs> well, maybe a little bit. Yeah. 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 If you like that prop, right? Tony's making Super Bowl Sunday crossover props. I like it. Uh, I like it. Um, yeah, listen, man. And you, you, you raise a great point. And it's funny. I was. I just told people in the chat that during our commercial break that all the pressure is on LeBron James. All the pressure is on yeah. Anthony Davis. All the pressure is on the Los Angeles Lakers. The Miami Heat are playing with house money right now. And you see Bam uh, Bam is starting to contribute again. You can tell he's getting healthier and he's getting more comfortable. He'll be even more comfortable on Sunday. And I don't know, man. I think Jimmy Butler sort of led on to something that Goran could be back actually on Sunday. Because, you know, he said, oh, that'd be great. You know, it'd be really nice to have number seven out here. He said, I know he really wants to go. We'll see. And I don't know. To me, I took that like, oh, boy, I think Goran Dragic's going to be in uniform on Sunday night. And, you know, they're starting to come together right now, this team. They're peaking at the right time. Like I said, I'm really looking forward to this. And, you know, I made a mistake tonight. I put the Lakers. I was like, I think the Lakers are going to win. But, I, you know, I've been riding Miami throughout the series. But I jumped in early in game. I realized. I was like, you know what? I got to take the Miami Heat plus four and a half here. And uh, I salvaged it moving forward. And, hey, that makes it right now, Tony. That's uh, five games in the series. Miami Heat are four and one against the spread. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, this total. This whole series, Gabe, has been very difficult for me to handicap. We've been, we've, we do the NBA tip-off show daily and on Wager Talk TV, and and for the most part, uh, the pace has been slow. It's been fast. As soon as I say it, they have no choice but to play fast because they don't have Bam, they don't have Gorn. There's no way for them to... They surely shouldn't want to face this Lakers half-court defense. And that nothing, almost nothing, has gone as I expected except uh, this Lakers team want, desperately, for some reason, wanting to take threes when when they're big, when they should be going to the rim, especially when they didn't have Bam, when the when, right, when so the Heat didn't have Bam. Should I say? The Los Angeles uh, Lakers aren't the only team um, from Los Angeles in the playoffs right now. Los Angeles Dodgers are cruising. Yeah. Uh, they sweep uh, San Diego. They're minus two twenty five series uh, favorites over the Atlanta Braves. It begins on uh, on Monday. Should be a fun series, uh, you know, two explosive offenses. Uh, the Braves can really put runs up on the board. We know the Dodgers can as well. Uh, what do you make of this series? That series price, I think, is that is well-priced. I think it's right. If there's the, We've talked about this game. The longer a series is, be it a three-game, five-game, seven-game, a seven-game series, the longer series, obviously, in Major League Baseball, uh, it favors – the better team or the more balanced team. And, and in my mind, uh, save Dave Roberts, this is a very, very good Los Angeles Dodgers team. And they have better pitching than Philly. Philly has 
that they have they've duct taped and bubble gum the staff and the bullpen as best they could this year, but some injuries have definitely damaged their chances. They're going to have to they are going to have to out hit the Dodgers because they cannot in the seven game series out pitch them. Yeah, the Dodgers pitching in a, in a seven game series really they can really start flexing their muscles. They've got pitchers that yes. they didn't even use. You know, Gonsolin, uh, your your Rice, and these guys they've got guys that they can roll out, and their starters can go multiple times in a longer series. Dodgers-Braves uh, on uh, on Monday. And then the American League, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays uh, get to the American League Championship Series. Minus 160 against the Astros. I've been riding the Astros through the playoffs. I don't like them, but I've been riding them through the playoffs. But I think uh, the party uh, stops. The Astros had good matchups that were favorable to them. I'm not sure this is a great favorable matchup for them. I think we're looking at a Dodgers-Rays World Series, as I stated weeks ago. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better at it. Sports Rage Late Night. Quickest uh, 120 minutes in sports. Tonight's no exception. Uh, We're already uh, midway through level two uh, right now. And uh, it is football Friday, so we talked a lot of NBA. We just talked a little baseball uh, right now, let's jump into the National Football League with Tony Finn, Wager Talk uh, TV uh, in the house. So uh, let's let's blast through the games right now. Uh, Arizona's minus seven right now against uh, New York at FanDuel. Total is 47 and a half. There was a COVID scare with the Jets. Um, but I guess it it, uh, it it was a false negative or whatever. The Jets are uh, the Jets are good to go. But I don't know. These guys don't have COVID and they suck. And now they have um, they have Joe Flacco. In a quarterback, and it's hard to get much worse than the Jets are, Tony. And I say this, I don't even like Sam Darnold. And I, you know, I don't have anything against the kid personally. He seems like a nice enough kid, so I don't. I shouldn't say I don't like him, but whatever. I'm not, you know, if I'm a GM or a coach, Sam Darnold's not really my quarterback. But with that being stated, the kid's been put in an impossible situation. The Jets are terrible. They have absolutely zero talent around him. They've given him nothing. Like, what's the point of drafting a kid third overall? And then you don't give him any weapons at all. And, you know, he's he's out there running for his life all the time. Their line sucks. And they suck even with him. And now you bring in Joe Flacco, who, yeah, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. That was, I used to, I lived in Vegas when Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. I've lived in like three cities since then. All right. Um, like, so Joe Flacco is not mobile. The Jets line sucks. I don't really want to lay seven, but and I've been betting against Arizona the last couple of weeks, but this is like a spot where Arizona can get better, in my opinion. What do you make of this crap game? Just quickly on it, we'll blast through each one. Yeah, Flacco's a conservative. Uh, he's not. He's not a guy who's going to gamble. Uh, and Darno is a linebacker. 
It's playing quarterback. You, you, Baltimore, this is a, a very good chance for Arizona to kind of rebound from that two-game losing streak. In fact, I expect them to by margin. Uh, Falcons. How, how, how the hell can we justify laying points with the Falcons now? You know, I, I made a mistake in trying you to can't. take the Falcons plus the points, and it, they burnt me. Um, but now they have to win the game. People aren't respecting Carolina enough. Teddy Bridgewater now 30-9 and nine against the spread as a starting quarterback. He was 28-7 and seven coming into the year, and I believe they're 2-2 two and two now, right? So, uh, so yeah, 30-9 30 and, uh, and nine against the spread as a starting quarterback. All Teddy does is cover, and all Matt Ryan does is non-covers. <laughs> so, and listen, Matt Rule's a hell of a coach. Dan Quinn's, you know, eventually going to get fired. If they lose this game, he probably will. The Panthers have been playing good football. They lose Christian McCaffrey. doesn't matter. They win the next two games. What's your take on this one? Agreed. I mean, the, this Dan Quinn train is is about ready to pull over, and he, I think he gets off. I think he gets off when they do lose this game. The market is pricing the Falcons. This, this game against Carolina is, is a big buy-low spot. But given the circumstances, you cannot lay points here, especially with the injuries that the Falcons are suffering right now. To Julio Jones not in, Falcons no chance. Yeah, Julio Jones. I think Julio knows. Yeah, yeah, man. This is this is sinking ship. I'm not going to kill myself here now when the coach going to yep. be done. I don't think it's like Houston because I think they like Quinn. I don't think it's – there's not like any internal yeah. odds, Quinn. That's why they haven't fired him because they're all in it together. And I think Blank doesn't just blame Quinn and he knows the players as well. But at some point, you can't, you can't get rid of 53 guys. So, you know, at some point, you're going to have to make yeah. a decision. I think the Panthers are great teaser material, guys. A seven-point teaser. Get the Panthers up to plus eight and a half. Where you want to mix it with, we could discuss. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals and the Ravens. You know, when I looked at this game earlier in the week, I wasn't thinking to myself that Friday night I'd be talking myself into taking the points, but I'm taking the points with the Bengals, man. I think the Bengals can hang around in this game. Well, the Bengals intrigue me in this this matchup. Uh, I, the Ravens have some some proving to do. They, they kind of hit a little... Uh, Sleepy spot for for them. Although I think they they came back strong last week. I, I, Bengals are a game I'm staying away from. A team I stay away from simply because uh, if I if I if I am on or playing with a rookie quarterback, typically I'm fading him. I, 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 this this kid is tough to fade. I'm going to watch. All right, uh, we're kicking it with Tony Fan right now. Wager talk uh, in the house. Jacksonville Jags and the Houston Texans. We were just talking about Bill O'Brien. Uh, you know, so Bill O'Brien's been terrible for years. We know this. The final straw, I guess he won you know, he was he was gonna start calling plays. I guess he's been throwing the coaches under the bus like it's the assistant's fault, it's yeah. not his fault. He, you know, he was verbally abusive supposedly to many people over the last couple of weeks. And then him and JJ Watt got into it in front of everybody. And that was the final straw. So I just find it amazing, though, that he can suck forever, but it took upsetting J.J. Watt to finally get his ass fired. But J.J. Watt tweeted a picture right after he got fired. He didn't say anything, but it was just a picture of the stadium with bright, bright sun shining in, you know, through the open roof. (laughs) (laughs) So kind of basically saying, finally, we're reborn here. This is a good spot here. You got Deshaun. They've had an ultra-tough schedule, as you know, Tony. They get a terrible yeah, defense yeah, yeah. in the Jags here. They this is where they can say, "Shove it! Look at this, O'Brien. You're gone, and we just put up 48 points, buddy." Um, uh, uh, you, you traded DeAndre yeah. Hopkins. You guys don't know how much they hated that coach. All right, 
I think they I think they they paced them. Paul Bovey was on with us earlier. Paul's a sharp better. Uh, he showed me his play. He got in on this. I think he put like forty four four. I mean, he put two twenty two hundred dollar bets on this game. I think already early number. I think they beat him up here. What do you think, Tony? I I I wish I could buy into that, and I and I, I hope that is the case. However, I have question marks about trading, and this goes back to Bill O'Brien, who, who's a poor GM. Let's just face it. Uh, I don't know. He's an old school guy that thought he could be general manager and head coach, and it's tough enough just to be a head coach or a general manager. You have to be both. You trade away maybe arguably the best or the one of the best three wide receivers in football for draft pick and a running back that's in his that's past his prime. If you're four years in the league as a running back, you're past your prime on average. That's the life expectancy of a running back, a healthy one at about four point seven years. And this is listen, they continue. They tried to build this lineup, Gabe. They tried to build this offensive line. This is a again, fifteen sacks in four games, and this is with a mobile quarterback. Something is wrong. Dead wrong, and they can't. Ta- they can't. The defense can't stop anybody. I want to believe you. I want to see Houston kind of bounce back and 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 win for uh, to justify maybe the the firing. But I can't dig into my pocket and do it. I can't do it. I generally don't like laying points, and whenever I go against what I don't like doing, I lose. I don't like taking unders. I always lose. I take the under in a basketball game. Takes LeBron and Jimmy Butler to put an all-time performance on for the game to go over the number by a couple of points. <laughs> Um, it's like, whatever, I can go on about stupid things I do sometimes. Um, but I do think I, I I'll stand by it. I, I'm buying in on this one. So, um, uh, give me the Houston right. Texas minus the points Raiders and, and chiefs, your chiefs or old school, uh, Tony chiefs, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, 11 and a half point favorite. This is the one game I'm not betting. I look at it. I'm like, ah, eh, whatever. Like, I'm, I don't want to lay the points. I don't want to take the points. I, uh, this one doesn't jump off the screen at me. It it never jumps off the screen to me to to lay, lay this kind of wood in an NFL game in a league that's supposed to be filled with parity. However, they're starting to make adjustments, Gabe, with, with KC. And the fact is that I think they closed last season with an eight and zero against the spread run. I think they're three and one this year. This is the team that's eleven to one. And if you looked at average total in week one compared to the average total in week five, you're seeing a six point climb and for the chiefs see this is the kind of team you go back let's go back to the 49ers let's go back to joe montana when they were minus 17 every single week i was the guy i never played teasers but then i was a guy that said give me whoever is playing san francisco 25 points and over the total i'm there <laughs> I, I, that's what i did that's what i did then and uh it's all we're coming to that. I mean, this 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 really is top heavy. This AFC is top heavy. It's Chiefs, Chiefs, Baltimore's right there with Lamar. But um, if you want to back the Chiefs, you're going to lay the wood. Bottom line. I think Baltimore's a little overrated. I think Buffalo's right there. We'll get to Pittsburgh Maybe. in a minute. Yeah. Um, one thing, guys, I'm well, going to bring up. I don't want to. I'm going to tell you yeah, go I on. talked to the sportsbook guys today, okay, and they are so disappointed in your in the fact that this Kansas City Buffalo Bills game was moved from Thursday because they said yeah. they anticipated this being the most heavily bet game Thursday night game, which is usually dog games of this year. They're they are uh, they're taking their uh, antidepressants right now. Yeah, I brought I, I did a big tirade about this last night. I don't think people realized this. They were like, "Oh, he's just mad because he's a Bill fan complaining about Tennessee." I hope uh, I hope everyone's happy on Thursday night when there's no Thursday night football this week, guys. Um, when we could have had the Bills and the Chiefs, like wow, like yeah. really. And as you say, the Bills, 
The Bills haven't won a long time. They're a popular team, guys. Like, there's a lot of Bill, Bills. Mafia is big. Like, guys, it, last year, Tony, the Dallas Cowboy-Buffalo Bill game was the most viewed Thanksgiving game in the history of uh, the ratings. They broke. They shattered records. Yeah. Hey, I think it was the most watched game. It wasn't a Super Bowl. They had, like, 34 million people yeah. watching that game. Like, if the Bills would have came in undefeated, Thursday night football, like you said, they were like, dude, everyone was looking forward to this game. The sports books, the networks, the fans, and all thanks to Tennessee, it's shot. Yes. Yes, it is. It's uh, this bill. Don't make, make no mistake. If you are backing the Bills, if you're backing the Bills, you're back. You're going to get a little bit of a shade because they are. You're right, Gabe. They have a public following. They are considered one of the you know public teams. They're not the Yankees, obviously. They're not the the Tom Brady and the Patriots or the Dallas Cowboys, but they are a public team and they get action. They're popular. Yeah, you know they they are. Um, yes, they are. All right, we'll keep Tony for a couple of more minutes on the other side. Uh, I just want to state that the Chiefs, too, if you have to bet this game, I would lay the points. The Chiefs have owned the Raiders, and they they have good schemes and stuff. Like, they figured the Raiders out. There's not much Gruden can do with these guys. The last time they played, 40-9, 29-10, 35-3. So, in other words, in the last three times the Raiders have played the Chiefs, they scored 22 points on offense, guys. We'll, we'll go rapid-fire NFL with Finn on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. I'm a rageaholic. <laughs> I just can't live without rageahol. <laughs> all right, Sports Rage Late Night continues. The Friday Night for a Freak Show. I think there's uh, Mick Aussies are lurking. I see him on uh, Twitter. It says, uh... He owes uh, he owes Yang an apology. I think Mick uh, Mick came in hot a couple of times. He's been off the show for a couple of weeks. I see people on Twitter asking him, um, you know, are you calling in sports rage? He said, oh, I'm suspended. <laughs> and um, I told him on Twitter, no, no, you're not. You're not suspended. Um, you, you know, you, you can call in. So I don't know if Mick uh, get ready because I think a drunk crash in Los Angeles might be lurking. Uh, Mick Aussie, but we're going to blast through these NFL football games. Football Friday here, so let's go rapid fire. we got Tony Finn for a couple of more minutes. Uh, I won't rab- uh, babble about the games as much, but I do think, like I brought up, the Chiefs have owned uh, the Raiders. Uh, the last three times they played with Gruden, they've dominated them. Um, and it feels like the Chiefs have a game. Remember against the Patriots? Kind of a weird game, rescheduled game, sloppy game. <laughs> kind of has the feeling the Chiefs have a, we're going to kick the crap out of somebody game in them uh, coming up. Uh, Kyle Allen starts for the Washington football team against the Rams. Tony Rams, seven-point favorites. Rams wake up from a, a sleepwalk against the Giants and win by margin and cover. Yeah, I think they're going to terrorize Kyle Allen as well. Um, I, I agree. Yeah. Philadelphia Eagles, Dr. David Chow, uh, longtime physician of the uh, team doctor of the uh, the Chargers, said he's never seen an offensive line as beat up as Philadelphia in which – all five guys are out <laughs> and like uh, injured, out, um, doubtful. Basically, like he, he said, he's never seen anything like it for one position for one team before. 
The Eagles found a way last week against San Francisco. They're getting seven against the Steelers who have been off. What's your take on this one? I find this game to be uh, tricky. Uh, Philadelphia scores 14 points in 10 seconds last week to somehow survive and win in San Fran. If you look at my charts on this game, it's the offense against the Steelers defense. It's it's skeletons on one side and Superman's on the other. I got this at minus seven. If anybody out there can get minus seven, get it. You can't get it tomorrow. You won't get it Sunday. It'll be a minus nine and a half. Steelers win wow, easy. Tony. So Pittsburgh rolls. So now I'll tell you what, I'm a big prop better, Tony. Jump in, everybody, on this one. Yeah. Over sacks. <laughs> Over sacks. <Yeah. laughs> um, there's going to be sacks. Carson Wentz going to be running for his life in this game. Yeah. And the Eagles will tag Ben Roethlisberger a couple of times, too. It's a nice prop, this one. They will. I'll tell you what, giant games, too, man. Daniel Jones gets sacked like four times a half. Um, so, you know, it's crazy. Uh, but, yeah, I you know, I like the sacks in that game, and I think Philadelphia are in trouble. I'm going to be putting Pittsburgh in my exotics. You know, money line parlays, teasers, how I approach it. Uh, Dolphins and Niners, tricky game. Jimmy G's back. Mostert's back. Niners laying eight and a half right now. This is a test of character. We'll find out how this how this 49ers team is, as beautiful as they are, with Jimmy G back, and I expect him to be back. We'll see how they respond. The Dolphins are no pushover, getting almost 10 points. Tough for me to give lay 10 points with this San Fran team. Very tough. It is. I'm going to pass, though, on the Dolphins. Tough for me to trust Fitzpatrick. I've been burned a couple of times. You look at Fitz, guys. He didn't play yeah. well last week. Um, you add it up in the, in the four games. It's kind of, you know, he's played well once. You know what I mean? He didn't play well in week one against yep. the Patriots. Cost the Dolphins the cover. Um, what was the other game uh, they played, uh, the Dolphins? So they, he played well against the Jags. Ooh, boo, woo against the Jags. Um, didn't play well against, oh, the Buffalo Bills. He didn't play well. He backdoor covered it. We'll get, you know, whatever. They backdoored it. He cost them again last week. Turnover after turnover. Like, dude, he turns the ball over like three times a game. It's too much. Yeah, if there's a guy who can, if there's a guy who can backdoor you, it's definitely fits though. That's the way you have to worry about when you're laying that kind of number. Yeah, I know, I know. And San Francisco don't have a potent offense. I, I just, I'm not betting every game. Uh, that's one of them I don't have a feel yeah. for. Who would have thought the Cleveland Browns would be playing the game of the week, or at least one of the games of the week? Cleveland Browns riding a three-game win streak right now, playing some nice football. I really like what this coaching staff is doing. I, I got, I'm, I'm usually a Colt backer. I'm a Frank Wright guy, big Jonathan Taylor fan. I'm not a Philip Rivers backer. I give them credit. They won on the road last week against the Chicago Bears. So if I thought that the Bears could beat them and the Browns are better than the Bears, I'm almost forced to take the Browns here, Tony. Yet the Browns and four-game yeah, win don't, streaks yeah. don't happen yeah. often. But without being stated, no, no, I think the Browns beat them. Well, you've seen this line go from a plus three down to it's going to be a pick them uh, a game time. I, it's an over, a lot of this is an overreaction to what they did to Dallas, but Dallas has one of the worst defenses in the history of the NFL this year, and it's a, it's a concern. It's a concern. Darius Leonard for the Colts, probably out. T.Y. Hilton's going on 16 straight games not a, not without a 100-yard receiving game. But the this Colts team is real defensively, and they can do some things, and they're coached well. So uh, this is a great game. I'm on either side. I like the under, to be honest with you. 47 is too high. All right, 47.5 even right now at FanDuel. It is a great game, and the winner of this game is going to have a 4-1 and one record and be in a pretty good spot. New York Giants are terrible. They haven't scored more than 16 points in a game yet this year. They're averaging like 11 points a game. Their offense has regressed. Uh, what a shock that their offense has regressed with Jason Garrett as the uh, the coordinator right now. So now they're going into Dallas. Uh, you know, 
normally I'd be all over the Giants and talking about a back door here, but I'm almost this sort of also feels like a Dallas have had so many stressful games this year. This sort of feels like Dallas just like beat the crap out of them, doesn't it? It it very well could be. I I I'm, these are the kind of games I just kind of put my you know. I, take the cross from around my neck if I had one and, and then hold it up and hope that uh, I can survive get the rosary if I'm gambling out? on it. If I'm, if I'm investing on this. Huh? Get the rosary beads exactly. out for a game like this? You get yeah, the rosary exactly. beads whatever, out? Whatever, the garlic, whatever you need. Because uh, the, the Giants play like they did against the Rams or Dallas plays like the Rams did last week, then 10 points is, is just uh, a humongous number. They, they Dallas, uh, Giants cover 13. Last week, the the Rams and Dallas are different teams offensively, um, but it's hard to trust this Dallas team game. It really is. It's difficult. I know. I know. It is. It is. And to me, yeah, listen, Dallas, that's just a classic example of I was talking about uh, putting the other teams like the Philadelphia uh, Pittsburgh Steelers to win the game. Seven point teaser. Yeah. And then the Dallas Cowboys to win the yeah. game. You know, that's that's not a bad combination <laughs> there. Because Dallas will win yeah. this game yeah. against the New York Giants. All right, last um, we got uh, the Sunday nighter, Minnesota Vikings and the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks have been a juggernaut this year. I was on the fish last week. One of the reasons why I don't trust, I don't trust Fitzpatrick uh, this week. Uh, but listen, Seattle are great. Tyler Lockett, guys. Tyler Lockett's been a great uh, prop up player this year. Um, this should be another track meet. I mean, you know, you got Minnesota and Seattle here. Is it crazy to take the Vikings plus the seven? Well, it's not crazy, but they're going to have to keep pace. Somehow they're going to have to figure out to keep pace with Seattle. Yeah. You're going to see Seattle coming. The reason they're throwing the ball so much, Gabe, is that Carroll knows what kind of defense he has, and he knows he's got to come out and score as many points as he can and hope uh, hope that he's on top after four quarters. But I like the over. Tony Finn uh, with us. Uh, Wager Talk. Uh, follow him on Twitter. Get all the links uh, to his shows. You can find him over at Wager Talk, Wager Talk uh, TV on Twitter. Finn at Wager Talk. Uh, get his picks uh, this weekend. Great stuff, uh, Tony. As always, we appreciate your time. Enjoy the games. May the winners be yours. We'll catch up with you the next week, Tony. Thanks for the time, man. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. There's, thank you very much, Tony. There's Tony, Tony Finn. Great stuff. This show's just flown by here uh, this evening. Great breakdowns of the NFL. I didn't think we are going to get to every game, but normally we don't because it's tough. Uh, you know, we're talking NBA Finals. Listen, things are going to start dying down over the next uh, couple of days, and there'll be more focus on football and college football. Uh, college basketball starts November the 25th uh, around the corner. Um, but this week is a little different because there's so many games that aren't on Sunday. Like Sunday is like not you know, it's a weird weird week this week. You got the less games, and then you got a doubleheader on Monday. The uh, the Patriots and the Broncos. And the Chargers and the Saints. And then the Bills play the Titans on Tuesday. Unless the Titans have another positive COVID test. So that's where we're at right now in the NFL. All right, let's go rapid fire. Uh, Crash called in earlier. We appreciate his patience. He called back. Crash, we got to be quick, but uh, checking in. Good news, bad news. Dodgers. Dodgers in the championship series. Lakers could be in trouble right now. Uh, We got a series, Crash. But how about them Dodgers? What's up, Crash? Hey, what's up, Gabe? Just want to thank you for all these years and to the chat and everybody included. You guys are awesome. Let's 
just celebrate right now as far as like you know sports raging in general but i appreciate you guys <laughs> but yeah it's crazy right now uh the dodgers i'm really happy about they seem to be mowing through right now but they're going to be facing a good Braves team i mean i don't know about them that much but listen to you sounds confident which uh i'm not surprised and you know the lakers tonight i just in my own opinion uh i feel like lebron was kind of like fading away he needs to like He's going to have to, like, really uh, be more present. I don't know, like, involved in some way, like the energy or something. There's something about the energy. Well, I don't know what more he can do. I mean, scored 40 points, Crash. <laughs> like, you know I mean? Scored, 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 scored 40 points. Um, you know, it's up to yeah. you. Thanks, Crash. We got to keep we got to keep running. Thanks for the kind words, uh, Crash. Um, you know, you're right. People get too, everyone's mm-hmm. too, uh, too much negativity. But thanks for the call, Crash. We got to keep, uh, keep things rolling. But... As as far as the Lakers, they need AD to be aggressive, and tonight it just came down to nobody else did anything. I mean, if you're that's why if you're the Miami Heat, if you're the Miami Heat, you're in a good spot right now, confidence wise. AD and LeBron just dropped sixty eight on you, and you still won the game. All right, so uh, all right, we got a couple of minutes before this uh, break. Mick Aussie, Mick Aussie steps up and in. Um, AFL continues. Let's see if Mick has some winners uh, for us uh, here. Uh, that's what I need. More stress in my life. Australian rules of football, but I'm in a gambling mood. I'm in a gambling mood. Mick Aussie. Do we have Mick? What's up, Mick? Hey, Gabe. And, uh, yes, I do apologize to you. I uh, took the uh, the fact that you didn't show up in Kelowna. I took that a little bit too far. Apologize to you. I know we've chatted and whatever, but I did. I took it too far, mate. And uh, just as well, I was on four weeks suspension because last week there was all upsets in the AFL. But take the G-Long Cats to win tonight on the money line and take the Magpies at plus 6.5 because Malcolm Blight, the legend in Australia, believes Magpies might win because they gained that momentum beating your West Coast Eagles last well, listen, week by both one these games, point in listen, Perth, mate. So, both these games, both these games are nearly pick So forget about the point spread. So G-Long and Collingwood, uh, the Cats, G-Long are minus 148, Collingwood plus 122. Who's going to win the game? I went, I just told you that. I said G-Long Cats on the money line. Uh, magpies to cover 6.5 because it could go either way. So be very careful. Yeah, you're not giving but us a pick. A you're giving us both game. sides. That's the best thing. All right, all right. What are you talking uh, about? I said not... catch money line. Catch money line is win. So you're still pissed off at me. I said catch money line three times. Oh, I'm not mad, but Mick, me. you don't listen to me. That's your trouble, Dave. You don't listen to me. That's your trouble. There's not a lot of confidence in your pick, No, it's not. If you're telling us the team's going to win, but the other team's going to cover, it's pretty, pretty simple. So what about Absolutely. the other one, Port Adelaide and Richmond? Absolutely. It's, that's next week. That's next week. A week away, Port Adelaide at home, probably, I think. But Richmond are the reigning premiers. Port are favoured. Port are underdog by 1.5 right now. So, yes, tonight it's going to be very close. Take the cat money line and a little bit on the uh, magpies to cover, 6.5. And I do, Gabe, I apologise. I took that tennis that you didn't show up too much. See you later, eh? Portrait's late night.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. All right, three-minute morning. Quick us under 20 minutes in sports. No more phone calls, Yang. <laughs> Close the phones. Close the phones. Uh, thanks to uh, thanks to Tony Finn for stepping up and in here tonight. Steve Merrill. Steve Merrill and Finn, we've had a, a good rotation on uh, on Friday night. It's been a good one-two punch between uh, Finn and, uh, and uh, Merrill. So, listen, the NBA goes on, man. We got another two games out of this, right? Maybe. <laughs> we got another two, but... Pretty cool uh, that Miami pulled this off, and now we got Sunday night. Uh, Sunday, we got baseball, we got football, and, um, of course, uh, we've got baseball as well. The baseball playoffs, American League start on Sunday. The National League, the Braves and the Dodgers going to be real entertaining. It's not going to be easy for the Dodgers, man. The Braves can put runs up on the board, all right? It's going to be a high-scoring series, but the Dodgers have the advantage in a seven-game series when it comes to their pitching. And as good as the Dodgers have been, now they get even better, like in a seven-game series. Like, you can catch a team in a a three-game set. You can catch them in a five-game set. But in a seven-game series, the Dodgers have, like, super deep depth. That's what makes them so good. It's like they really are. Like, if someone gets hurt on the Dodgers, it's like it's almost like they're a national team. It's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. The next guy's an all-star, right? It's They're that deep. But, listen, they've been great for a long time. They haven't won a World Series in 32 years. So they're not there yet. They're not there yet. Out of all the sports this weekend, you know, the baseball playoffs, the NFL, and the NBA, suddenly the NBA is the coolest thing on the board now, the NBA Finals. As far as NFL on Sunday is concerned, uh, you know, it's a tough card. We rattle through the games uh, with Tony Finn. We're going to be on live uh, with uh, Joe Lisi uh, Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock through these uh, 1 o'clock games. I'll tell you what, though, college football. Let's blast through some college football picks uh, right now since that's what's coming up uh, next. College football in the morning. Give me the Florida Gators minus the points and uh, give me Florida Gators and Texas A&M over uh, the number. I like the uh, Texas uh, Longhorns and Oklahoma Sooner game to go over the number. I like uh, the Syracuse Orangemen plus one and a half at home against uh, Duke. Uh, Give me the Tennessee Volunteers plus the 12 and a half points. Clemson's going to throttle the Miami Hurricanes. We'll lay the points with the Clemson Tigers. Other than that, You're on your own. Later.